Welcome to Dialed In Live, a podcast featuring today's business leaders in technology and startups. This podcast is pre-recorded live on LinkedIn every Tuesday and Thursday. This is episode 58 featuring Josh Bryant, the co-founder of FanGage, a startup that connects fans to pro athletes and celebrities to provide live digital signatures from highly successful professionals such as co-founder Manuel Sanders, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. Special shout out this episode to our live caller, Gregory Owen, all the way from London. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Burt, aka Catch Kyle. I am a startup technology advisor and founder of CatchCloud.com. Let's get dialed into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to Dialed In, the startup edition today. How's it going, everybody out there on LinkedIn? Uh, let me know if you are watching this live or listening in. Let me know where you guys are tuning in from in the comments here. Uh, and we got a great show today with a startup founder who is connecting pro athletes and celebrities with fans. Before we get into uh, today's show, I do want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Robert Duran. So Robert Duran called in on our Tuesday show uh, talking about the gig economy and corporate. So appreciate that, Robert. Uh, you too can be a caller today. So the number is right here, 214-856-2389. It's on the bottom right-hand corner. So at any point in the show, call in, interrupt us with your stories, comments, suggestions, whatever. Uh, we'll be here to take that call. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce... Mr. Josh Bryant, let me get him in the line here, and we'll, we'll, we will kick off this show in traditional fashion. So, Josh, welcome to the show, man. What are you most dialed into? Hey, Kyle, what's good, man? Appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on. Um, love, love what you're doing. The setup's great and so forth, thinking when it comes to this live video game. and It's cool to hop on a call with with with, with, with some people with some similar interests that are all just trying to figure it out together. Uh, so I uh, pre appreciate you having me on. Uh, dialed in, uh, probably fan engagement. It's been my whole career, 10 years now, since our first live signing when we didn't even know what we were doing. We are just trying to bridge the gap. Uh, my co-founder is a professional football, co-founder of FanGage. He's a professional football player, and um, it was always just too big too big it was just took too much to have an intimate moment with the people that um that we admire and we just sought out to figure out how we can make it smaller and, and uh, make it easier that's awesome man um I, I do have a uh i do have a quick video to share um this was uh i just drew a blank on the guy's name but uh my, my apologies he's the guy from wide receiver for the 49ers can you maybe explain that Emmanuel Sanders. And that's our that, that's our co-founder um, it was Emmanuel and I who, um, we went to college together at SMU in Dallas. Um, and, um, when he got drafted into the NFL, I was able to, to, to really have, have a, have a partner to test out a bunch of different social media campaigns. I mean, I've always been Quick video amazed with social um, media and how it just made life easier and I, I was this was back in 2010 when social media strategy was it was there but the brands really didn't respect it they thought it was more of a fad it was going to fade away but he listened and said hey man if you got some social media ideas social media strategy that you want to try out 
we have this platform with the NFL and we can use it um, to our benefit. And we started with live video, just when you had to create your own page on Facebook and use all the weird HTMLs to create a live feed. That, that's where we started. And uh, 10 years later, he's still in the NFL and we're fortunate to still be doing what we were doing 10 years ago. So a couple of days ago, we had a live signing at his house and um, it was perfect because they're getting ready for the NFC championship right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's big news for the 49ers. He doesn't have a lot of time on his hands. Yep. He doesn't have a lot of time on his hands. So, um, it's easy for us to say, well, you know, the fans have been really appreciative of you and supportive of you. What's something easy that we can do that doesn't command a lot of time, but can, but can leave a lasting impact. And, uh, so we had a signing at his house a couple of days ago. Yeah. So this is really a way that you could, you could scale, uh, engagement with fans and really connect, especially when they don't have a lot of time. So let me just play the clip real quick. So apologies if you're listening on the podcast later, but I'll play this clip really quickly so you can understand what we're, what we're talking about. And you guys were using live streaming on LinkedIn as well. So let me just, uh, flash over real quick. Hey Kyle here, quick interjection. Uh, the clip we're about to play is uh, the voice of Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers as they're on their way to their NFC Championship this year. Um, and he is live signing on LinkedIn Live a picture uh, of a boy who met him at one of the games and he's live signing it to him. So that's what you're about to listen to now. Hey, what's up guys? Uh, I'm about to do a 15 minute signing uh, on uh, thefangage.com. If any of you guys want, want me to autograph you guys' picture, uh, go to thefangage.com, upload the picture, and I'm all yeah, here so uh, I can sign some autographs in there. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I've already been signing for like five minutes, but figure we'll go live and uh, stream it as well. Yeah, so that was really cool, man. We just we just saw saw that. So he was uh he was live signing. So you guys were doing that using um using the same platform, Switcher Studios, uh, on the internet to on LinkedIn to show that he's like live signing photographs for these kids. And that was, the first one was for uh, for a kid here. Um, that's pretty cool, man. So like what? So this this is ten years in the making, right? This startup is ten years in the making. You said ten years in the making. It started. Um, I built. Well, I built Emmanuel's website um and what we what we started to do was um selling memorabilia through the website where you can go to his site if you wanted a photo signed or a helmet signed you can you can purchase it through his website and it we it, it, it was great but there was inventory there was a lot more overhead when you think about returns and and just how to satisfy customers that it was just too big and, um, and that, that was 10 years ago. And then four years ago, we're at the airport and a teenage kid comes up to Emmanuel, asked him to, asked him to take a selfie. And they took the selfie in Snapchat. Um, and he asked Emmanuel to sign that photo with his finger. And we both, at, while we're on the plane, we were like, that was really easy. Like, like and it was just, do you think people will spend will we'll pay to get a digital autograph on their own photo. That was like the, the original just people love their pictures. Why wouldn't they want them to get signed? And um, that was four years ago. And that's when we switched over to, we got out of the memorabilia game and more into the 
the autograph memories game, and, and that, that's what we're trying to create. Yeah, that's awesome. That's incredible. So um, on this show, we really want to dial into, like, the, the you know, economics of the startup as well. So um, you kind of already mentioned it. Uh, so so how, do, how does uh, FanGage actually make its revenues? You mentioned the fans paying for it, but I assume that there's probably some sponsorships in there as well, right? Yeah, that's – so – a year ago, a little over a year ago, we um, pivoted our revenue model. Originally, we were charging customers per autograph. So you upload a photo. When that photo got signed, you were charged a fee. And that fee varied on who was the celebrity that was signing the photos and how much money we needed to make to break even. And um, it was great, but what we ran into was there was, we, we couldn't keep up with the demand. So if we get a thousand people who agreed to pay $10 per autographed picture, but the celebrity can only sign 200 in an hour, we're all, we always left more money on the table than we made, which is a, which is okay. Sales is great. But at the end of the day, it's like you, you have 800 people who they didn't get charged, but you still, but they would still rather have gotten a product. So you, you, you're kind of leaving a sour taste in their mouth, even though they weren't charged, they wanted it and, they, and, we, and we couldn't provide it for them. So um, a year ago, we went to our first accelerator program in Boomtown Boom Accelerators in Boulder, Colorado and established our B2B model. Uh, we're now with this amazing product that we've created, we have the flexibility to tailor it to brand. So if you want your, your logo on the bottom of all autograph photos, so when they're shared on social media or printed out and hung on the wall, it's your likeness that's going to get that positive association. We also collect a lot of registrations. When we go live or we announce a signing, five, 10,000 people upload photos because it's easy. It's not something that everybody has the photos and everybody's trying to enhance their memories. So it's easy, it's easy for them to say, I'm, going, I'm, I'm willing, I, I trust this process because I know they're going to go live. I know it's not a fraudulent they're collecting my data and they're from a different country. Like, you know, we're not hiding anything about how we're using the data and how, how we're collecting these photos. We're just trying to bridge a gap. And um, through, through that process, now it's, we're not selling to the brands or the fans anymore. We're selling to the brands. And uh, that's the B2B model right now. We're going out and we're selling experiences. Um, so if, 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 a, if a company is thinking about using influencer marketing, we're, we're going to them and we're saying we have an experience that be, it's beyond paying $5,000 for two weeks um, on Friday. You know, we're, we're providing something with a shelf life that can last a lifetime. Oh, that's incredible, man. And, and that spawns some questions in me, but we do have a caller. Who just dialed in? Hey, it's Mark at Switcher Studio. Hey, what's up, Mark? How's it going, man? Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. Hey, just uh, wanted to support both of you guys, uh, it's so awesome to, uh, to see you guys uh, doing, doing things together. Um, I've been a huge fan of what Josh and Emmanuel and Fangage uh, has done. Um, I see so many opportunities with this uh, solution, even outside of, you know, the professional sports world. And, you know, Josh and I have talked uh, at length uh, about this and, uh, so excited to kind of watch uh, the progression, watch uh, 
watch what happens uh, with FanGage. I, I think they're definitely poised uh, for some for some amazing growth uh, in 2020. So I can't wait to can't wait to see what happens. And I'm glad uh, he was able to come on uh, your show, Kyle, because uh, I love what you're doing here. So cool. Appreciate that, Mark, and, and thanks for the connect, man, as well. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, Mark, Absolutely. It's, good to hear, it's good to hear from you, man. That's why, like, they, the beautiful thing about the startup culture is that, like, we're, we're really, we really are connected, like, trying to make connections on a daily basis. Like, I've, I've been using Switcher for four years. Kyle, I know you've been using it long, longer than that. Oh, no, and only, only a the year. Type of comp- <laughs> okay. Well, they're the type of company where, they're always they know the pulse of their product so if they see if they see some people some, some, a, a group out there that are trying to innovate or do different things or use their platform in different ways they're actively reaching out to them and saying how can we help you how can how can switcher become a partner that we can mold a product together and like these guys are going to go a long way because because they have that pulse of the product and the pulse of the people that use it and uh, man, I'm 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 ready to ride with you guys. Dude, let's let's. I, I would I would have to I would have to let's go to Tokyo. Yeah, I'd have to echo that back in agreement because uh, it only has it's only been a year for me as well. But in that short time, um, I mean, the Switcher team has just been completely wonderful, very supportive. Appreciate that, Mark. Appreciate what you guys are doing there. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, back to what kind of wrapping that tying that back into the startup community, right? That you that you talked about, like. Um, so you're in Detroit, Michigan, right? So how's the, how's the startup pulse out there? And are you, how involved are you in, in the startup community out there? It's getting a lot better. It, it's getting a lot better. We had Detroit's gone through a lot. When I moved to Detroit 2010, um, I've been there 10 years now. Um, 2010, that was when they were on the news station saying, this is the last place you ever want to be right now. Like, the corruption is at an all-time high. The, the, the automotive industry has tanked, and this is not where you want to be. And of course, that's where I went. <laughs> so, like, so naive to it because I, I was so far removed from it. And then to move up there, and it was like devastating when I got there. But now that more people with influence, a lot of money moved in town, a lot of big money moved in town and moved their companies with us. And over the past four or five years there's been a significant trend of, of um, VC, VC involvement, um, especially in the automation space or uh, in the engineering space, you know, still um, electric vehicles, you know, that, that type of space. So if you're a startup that, that wants to get in that Detroit, definitely look at Detroit. If, if, um, if it, any accelerators open up out there, um, but for me, sports and entertainment, um, it's, it's kind of been a struggle. Um, I have more success um, with the, the, the companies that are more out west or, or in, in New York in terms of our, our B2B, our B2B sales. Um, but um, it's, it's getting a lot better, man. It really is. Not like Dallas. It's not yeah. booming like that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas is. So uh, in your in your startup journey, what's – I mean, what do you, what do you think, uh, if you could sum it up, what do you think has been one of the single biggest challenges you've had to overcome? Um, single biggest challenges, um, man, there's, there's so, there's so many, uh, 
but but the biggest the, the biggest for me probably is is people like eventually in a startup it, it's gonna have to grow beyond just you and you trying to do everything and uh and, you know having to trust in others to to work with you but sometimes you're like oh shit i'll just do it myself you know i i don't <laughs> it's weird I, I, don't, I don't know it's it, it's been hard for me to to step back in in a sort um to, to, to take that transition from just a couple friends who are having fun with something to all right let's let's just make grow like build a real company and a, and a real company everybody has a role and and, and these roles are outlined in a way where we, we put you in the best position to succeed. And with that, there's a lot of skills that I have to, I have to learn. And that's, and that's how, how to manage people and, and how to set the expectations to where you're, you're, you're setting them up to succeed, but, but you're also pushing them. And um, there's definitely been a learning curve with that. And, um, but it's, it's, it's getting better, man. It's getting better. I got a team around me right now that we're, we're gelling. Uh, we're moving in the right direction, uh, but it, it takes patience, and you gotta have you have to find the people who are gonna have to be patient with you because sometimes I might have to call and say, "Hey, man, the paycheck's not gonna be there um, this week, maybe even next week." But you know, just trust me that we're gonna we're gonna figure this out together, and that 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 trust has to be established really, really early, really, really early in startups because before you know it. You guys can be working on something for a while, and the, the commitment's just not there anymore, and you, you're back to the starting block. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, and uh, I mean, working with people and then just letting go, right? Letting go of uh, of the process that, like, it, it was your baby, right? Like, you've you've groomed this from the from the get, and like letting go of even like maybe the seemingly most mundane process that you have in the business, but still, like, you dialed that process in yourself, right? Like you you kind of created that within the company and now you got to like train somebody and like let that go and, and trust that, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, ho- hopefully they do it just like you, but more than likely they're going to do like maybe, maybe 60 to 80% of what you would have done and you have to be okay with that. Right. 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 And, yeah. and that is the yeah. hardest part, right? Letting well, go, letting go of that, you know, the, the, the urge to like make it 100% exactly what you would want it to be, but understand that like that's, probably not even a reality when you give that task to somebody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely hey, What's up, my man? Hey, um, <clears throat> I wanted to, to find out. So, uh, when I won't say yes, but when the 49ers, uh, are in the Super Bowl, uh, do you already have plans to be in new Orleans for that? Um, the Super Bowl Miami, right? in Miami and or in Miami, um, excuse me, Miami. Yeah. You know, so uh, I gotta ask my wife first. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out there. Um, last year, last year's Super Bowl was um, really, really our first big scaling effort. Um, this is this is this is where we re- really just had as many signings as we could for a three-day period. And so we're expecting to do that again this year uh, at the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, you guys make an event, I, an event out of it? The, I hope the teams that are there are the 49ers and the Chiefs 
um, because there's also a an element of uh, the chief. Um, there's some people that support the chiefs that use our solution as well. Uh, that will be will be out there. So we could have like a whole bunch of just like switcher studio productions happening at the Super Bowl this year, which would be amazing. Uh, selfishly for me, obviously, but um, <laughs> definitely want to see. Uh, would love to see uh, you know E out there uh, doing some awesome things. It's it's been cool to kind of see his progression even this year. Uh, you know, since you and I met in Denver uh, for the first time um and while he was still out there so excited to see it obviously and what do we what do we talk about what what do we talk about in denver where was just like i was just like man i hope he gets traded to san francisco it It was like because they're really good but we have a tech company and we don't have any connections or really any sales leads in the silicon valley market how are we expecting to excel in this industry if we're not out there we've been talking about it for a couple years now and it's like hey man got traded to san francisco <laughs> you know it's like finally you know finally so so uh the, no, what, perfect to, to, that, to that point like uh now that you guys have the silicon valley presence right like as a tech company um is uh, has this been project been mostly self-funded or you guys uh investor funded or or what's the deal there so it, it's really just been, um, well, Emmanuel, you know, when we first started out, um, he was, you know, I'll invest the cash, you invest the hustle. And then, you know, and that, and that, and that was the partnership. You know, he, you know, he, if I came to him and, and there was a serious, serious need. He'd do his best to provide the funds for him, but I had to go and execute, you know, that, that, that was, that was the, the compromise. And, um, we went out to, our first accelerator program last year and that was our first outside money and then after that program we raised um from an angel to get us to um this year and so we're, we'll announce our first seed round um coming up super bowl week oh excellent man excellent that, that must be exciting i'm, I'm sure uh it, it, there was probably some some challenges in that too that probably can't discuss all the details but i'm sure there were some ups and downs of that as well right Talking about um, co-founder partnership. Well, not just not just that, but maybe perhaps that as well. But just the whole, um, you know, going through the seed round, like going through that process, right? The back and forth of it. Like, yeah, like tough. people, like, you tough. know, uh, it, there's this whole mentality of like, it's, it's everywhere, right? Of like the startup culture, right? And I think there's uh, definitely um, not not to go negative, but like there's there's definitely a lot of it's not as uh, glorious as people will paint the picture of, right? He nailed it. He nailed it, and that's why uh, I was, I, I probably the biggest thing I learned from the accelerate, our first accelerator program, was just the mental health. Like, they're, like it's 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 really really challenging um, to, to to pull off what we're trying to pull off, and um and, and you know going through that program, you know it it taught me the importance of of communication and. And, and, men, and, just, and just having the mental streets to say, even though you've gotten 15 no's and you thought all of them were going to be yeses, that, that, that you can't just go in the tank. You know, you got you got you got you just got to keep fighting yourself out because this is it's a fight. <laughs> it's, it's it's a fight. So and that's why you know I love I love my wife 
um, because you know she she's extremely inspiring, but but she's also like there's no there's no there's no time to to um, to sit here and say you know feel sorry for yourself because you didn't close the deal. You got to go out and get the next one before somebody else does. You right, know? right. And um, so have, having that su- that support system is is huge in, in terms of the the, the mental, mental capacity. Uh, because to me, that's the biggest. Like going out and trying to raise money, that's the biggest thing. Is just how mentally strong are you to when all, like when doors get closed on you, you're still going to say, if you see another one, you're at least going to knock on it and, and find out who's in there. You know. Right, because like, it's hard. Sometimes, sometimes I'll get in this thing and be like, "Man, I like I I haven't had a win in a month or two months." And yeah, yeah. So can we can we talk yeah. can we talk about that more? Because like you have you have Emmanuel, who's a who's a wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, right? And like somebody outside outsiders looking in, they might just be like, "Well, yeah, it's easy for you to say like you're you're partnered up with with an NFL baller." Like, okay, like you know, you just probably turning money way left and right, but like you can tell us the truth. I mean like that's not that's not the case, right? It's not just that easy. Like people people think that they have this Uber idea and like it's their idea and you know that they're that's their like people should just bow down to that idea, right? You know, talk about that. Like it's not just the idea, it's like the the entire execution of it. And it's not just who you're with, it's how you guys are exec- executing it, right? Yeah, we we definitely have some some, some serious advantages over yeah. o- over more other startups you yep. know um, when we when we need to test out things or when, when we we need to to boost um, registrations we have we have social media accounts that can help us um, but at, at the end of the day man that that's not how you build that's not how you build a company because celebrity having having that celebrity partner like man, we we say it all the time. A fan only blows when it when you're hot. So, and the the chances are you're not going to be hot for very long. You know, so so to, to try to build to try to build a company around uh, around around that inconsistency is. that partnership as much as we can knock it you know just use it over and over and over and over again there's there's a balance between oversaturating and the optics you know the optics will become just what you said oh man like that, that, that that's too that's too easy that's, that's too easy so um there there is a definitely a healthy balance um but it's it's also also about the cap table man like the cap table the cap table usually doesn't lie, you know, and, and who you right. have on it is extre- extremely important. Emmanuel Sanders is one of the best receivers ever. You know, he's won Super Bowls and gone to many Super Bowls. But if I walk into a VC and they say, let me see your cap table, and I show them the cap table, if they don't give a shit about football, they're, they're going to say, what's this experience in – the, the tech industry or what's his experience growing companies and so that's that's not what matters the, the fact that he wears a jersey is do, doesn't mean that the, the cap table is going to be strong enough for you to go into a vc and say let me have a million dollars tomorrow you know 
Right, right. Now that makes sense. Now let me ask you this. Is there also like added pressure on you? Like if you guys do fail, even micro failures, right? Because the perception is, well, you know, you're with Emmanuel Sanders, right? Like, like even a, a micro failure, I, I can imagine that there's a lot more pressure on you f- from that aspect as well, right? Just perception wise. For sure. Because you know how it is, Kyle, man. Say for instance, we're going live. And yep. we, we practice all day. Yep. And we got it down. And we ready. We ready. We ready to go. And then we hit that red button. And there's no audio. Somebody forgot that. There's no audio. Yep. Somebody somebody forgot to put their phone in airplane mode. And yep. they call in the, the audio, the, the camera. You know how it is, man. Yep. And, yep. It, it, and, and like, so we say, all right, we're going to run a test today. We're going to do our first this. Or we're going to do our first carpool signing. Or we're gonna do our first uh, airport signing, just putting the putting the platform in different situations. And if it doesn't work, there's a lot of people who are gonna say that didn't work, and we saw it, and we saw that it didn't work. And so, so, so our tests are very, very nerve wracking. But that's why the Super Bowl last year was so important to us because we, I put all of our new hires. Threw them in the fire, and we were we had a different player doing a signing every forty five minutes. So like we didn't have time to sit there and try to like we had to figure it out because people were watching. We were on Radio Row with all the other networks, and and it, people were watching. So it's like if we fail today, this could be really damaging. So we better figure it out, and uh, you know. You know, going through that process at the Super Bowl, we really grew because we figured out on the run and why the bullets were flying. Why the bullets were flying. That's how you got to do it, man. You got to be able to just like pick up an improv. Like, um, I never did like improv in, in school, but I feel like uh, that's like that, that's the thing that I've learned to be good at is just like on the fly improv. Right. You know. Oh man. I know. I know. Yeah, it's like a, it's like such a it's a, such a necessary skill to have learned. Like that's the one thing I've learned um, in my startup is just like being able to improv, just being able to like you know, some people will say like fake it till you make it, which like um, I believe in yes, but also uh, not entirely to some definitions of it. It depends, right? Because you, you got you got to like be real about it and be authentic about it. But then um, being able to just like have the confidence, even though like you don't know what's gonna come out of your mouth next. But even just to have the confidence to to do it, to be in that room with whoever that boardroom, that those VCs or whatever, and just be there, be present, and able to take whatever comes at you, you know. Yeah, in in our profession, like live streaming video is great. You know, I've loved it since the since the day since the day it started become available. But it it ha- it has extreme risk when you when you mold your business model around it because there, there are a lot of variables that that, that have to have to be right yep. and if they aren't right your your product your product is, is, is not at peak performance exactly and, and so, so so for us you know 95 percent of our business is how we react when shit happens you know <laughs> yep that, that's that's the, it, that's it's the so nature true. of the business it's so that's true the nature the, of the business but your, your success can be determined by the amount of uncomfortable situations you put yourself into. And we have a caller uh, who just dialed in. I think they left already. 
All right, well, we had a caller. Anyway, as I was hey guys, saying, I, oh, there you are. Hello, who's this? Who just dialed in? No, no, this is still Mark. I was just going to uh, say that uh, uh, actually I have to bounce, but I wanted to, uh, you know, once again, just say um, how amazing both of you guys are for your support. Um, I'm, I'm super, super stoked to see both of your guys' progressions, uh, you know, this year. Kyle is what you're doing with Dialed In. Uh, and obviously, Josh, with what you're doing with uh, with FanGage, um, if there's an opportunity for me to get to Miami for the uh, Super Bowl, I'm definitely there, and I'll help you do productions, whatever you need. So, um, thanks a lot. I I've, I got to jump to another meeting, but uh, you guys, are, you guys both are great. Cool. Hey, right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate the support, man. Right. Peace, Mark. Stay dry. All right. See ya. There we go. That 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 beep was was throwing me off. I heard that beep a couple of times. I thought somebody else dialed in, but I think it was just reminding us that Mark was there, which is good too. Because we kept oh, him yeah. kept him on the line for a while. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You guys are dominating the conversation. There's somebody else here. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, well. On that note, uh, we're gonna jump right into speed dial. All right. Uh, so speed dial. Here we go. Quick questions. Quick answers. Ready? Uh, Josh, pick one word to summarize 2020. Uh, one word to summarize 2020 for you. Uh, shocking. shocking, shocking. Oh, all right. Like, I like that. Shocking. shocking. All right, cool. Um, your opinion, of course, best business book of all time. Guess what? Best business book of all time. Oh, shoot. Best business book of all time. Uh, good to great. Good to great. I love it. Um, digital resource like an app or website that you could not function without. Um, my camera. Camera. All right. All right. I had an app. Got right. I had a camera app. Yep, definitely, man. Um, uh, your favorite podcast out there? Man, shoot. Honestly, first one that comes in to, to, to south of mine. First one, don't uh, don't know, don't 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 listen. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna don't say, have a favorite. We're gonna say dialed in then. <laughs> uh, 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 and what would, what would you tell your eighteen year old self? Go back in time. Eighteen year old self, go back in time. Be patient. Be patient. Be, be be patient. Let 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 big decisions come to you instead of instead of making rash ones under emotion. Oh, we just we just got interrupted. Speed dial got interrupted. This has never happened before. Who just dialed in? From from Bellevue, Texas. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, okay. Never mind. They left. All right. Cool. Uh, what is? Oh man, I wonder who I know, it is. I know. What what is the best compliment you have ever received? compliment I've ever received is that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a go-getter. All right, nice, nice. We'll take that. Um, and this this uh, this is going to be really interesting to hear your answer on this one since you're already in this crowd. Uh, but the top celebrity, athlete, personality, or CEO you wish you could meet? Hey, Bakersfield. What's going on? You just dialed in? 
Hello, Bakersfield. All right, that, that, take that. Um, and last chance. Last chance. All right, you're muted. All right, cool. We're, we're going to continue. Um, Josh. Something. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear him. So uh, top, cele- top celebrity, personality, athlete, or CEO you wish you could meet? I would love to meet Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. All what, right, nice. What, what, I think he's won the, the game of on the court and off the court better than everybody. Nice, nice. Um, uh, and if you could step into my shoes, what question would you ask yourself that I failed to ask you? I would say more that diversity inclusion. Yeah. Um, you know, how, 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 how is, how is that? And, um, what, what, what's the market look like in, in terms of that? All right. So, and what's your what's your answer to that? If assuming I just asked you that question now, um, it's it's it's, it's okay. Um, sometimes it, it is. Um, it you, you do you do have feelings like you go into a room and you're the only one that looks like yourself. It's it, it's hard. It's a little bit harder to relate. Sometimes sometimes we gravitate to what we know, and um, and and there are instances. Um, where that is uncomfortable or it's a little bit harder, but the, the, the market is definitely trending towards um, diversifying portfolios. And so we're, 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 we're at a, we're at a good time where the, um, it's, 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 it's really, it's really important to show diversity and uh, we're a company that's been doing it for a long time. And I think it gives us a competitive advantage in the, in the VC marketplace. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, definitely. And uh, your other question that, that you would have asked yourself is, what is the market like? I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, um, you're, seeing, you're seeing some really, really big, um, it, it, not big, but influential. Um, hi, can you hear me? Yes, hi. Who just dialed in? Hi, you're speaking to Greg. Hey, Greg. What's going on, man? Where are you from, Greg? Hi, I'm from London. Um, I phoned in a couple of minutes ago. My microphone wasn't working. Oh yeah! Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. What's going on, man? Uh, hey, how, are you, how are you enjoying the show? Yeah, no, it's going really well. You guys are very interesting. I was phoning just to find out: Is Fangage open to um, players from uh, South Africa specifically, or is it just the United States? Oh no, that's. Um, nice to meet you, man. Thanks for calling in. Um, and no, it's 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 oh, it's wide open. In 2020, is it's all about that. Um, so what we built is we built a, an, an iPad app. So as long as the celebrity has an iPad, um, they'll be able to download the app and sign photos. And our biggest thing this year is in, in, in increasing the you know in, enhancing the borders, like. Getting getting into the European soccer market, getting into the to the rugby market, getting into the cricket market, um, where, where we know that fans are, are all across the world. You know, we might have a soccer player who's from South America, but he plays in Europe. He has fans in South America that he can't get to that easily. So we we want our platform to be that that bridge where all they have to do is you know open up the app sign photos and they can send them back to back to the people that admire them the most so yeah south america if you have any ideas or or uh, any ideas 
I'm, I'm all ears. Wherever people pull, pull out their, their cameras to take pictures, there's a market for our product. We believe. Yeah, that sounds awesome, man. I saw you watch. Pierre Telesi, he's the rugby captain for South Africa who recently won the South African Rugby World Cup. Um, and I had a picture of him back in the day, about seven, eight years ago, when he was playing for province levels. And if I could get an autograph of that from back in the day, that would be absolutely fantastic. So I'll try sending him a tweet, upload that photo, and if we can, cross my fingers, hashtag, it'll be a great 2020. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, definitely. Well, shoot, shoot me a LinkedIn, um, a LinkedIn request, and uh, let's, 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 let's discuss this a little bit more because the rugby market is it, huge. It's, it's global. You know, it's yeah. it's get it's get even getting bigger. It's even getting bigger bigger in America. So so that's definitely a market where we would love we would love to get into and and, and see see what the demand is like. So definitely, let's link up and discuss that further. Cool, that sounds good. I'll end the call now and I'll keep streaming. Uh, via yeah, and and, and real quick, real, real quick before you hang up, uh, give us your name one more time, your full name, so we can find you on LinkedIn. It's uh, Gregory Owen. I did comment in the section. On the chat, Gregory Perfect. Owen. Perfect. Thank Greg you so much, fine. Gregory. I appreciate cool. you tuning in today, man. Cool. Yeah, thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Cool. Take it easy, man. Cheers. Awesome, man. And, and that, leave, that leaves us with one last question, man. Yeah. Got, got anything else to say before I get into this last question? This is awesome, man. Just, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. Um, imitation is the ultimate side, ultimate side of flattery, what they, right? Is that what they say? Yep. Something like that. So oh, I'm, re- I'm looking at what you guys are doing and how you set it up, and I'm, I'm over here taking notes. Dude, I, I saw I saw a quote quote today. You just you just sparked this. I saw a quote today. Um, I'm gonna butcher it. I forget. It doesn't really matter. I, I'll get the gist of it out. But basically, it was like it, it doesn't matter if people copy your designs. Um, don't be no, don't be worried if people are copying your designs. Be worried if they stop copying your designs. I was like, whoa, right. whoa, yeah, that was pretty deep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, be worried yeah, if they yeah. stop copying it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, I forget, I, I forget who said that, sense. so I can give proper credit to that, but I saw it like literally an hour ago or so. Um, but last question, man, then we'll let you get, get back uh, to the rest of your day. Um, wrapping this up, almost the same way we started. Uh, what is a personal habit that you do daily to keep yourself dialed into life, your goals, and your professional ambition? Um, let me see. Um, Product-wise, um, I pay close attention to, as scary as it is, I pay, pay close attention to um, the comment feeds on you know, Twitter and Instagram. Um, even, even though they are, they are, they are hard to get through. Um, it, it can really show you what trends are, are, are going to take place. Um, the more comments, the, the, the more likely that that's going to be a trend for a, a little while. So I pay, I pay close attention to that to, to kind of get a pulse of what the fans are into, um, product wise, um, personal, personal life wise. Um, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a, extremely extremely competitive person um and and i i I just have to compete in some form or fashion and um whether it's softball or basketball or you know coaching little league baseball like i gotta have i gotta have some kind of competitive um mechanism in, in my daily life 
for, for me to be functioning at, at, at my highest potential, um, it, it's, um, you know, I don't know if it's testosterone or what it may be. I, I, I got to compete. So, so you know, on a daily basis, I got to find, find some kind of some competition that I can get into um, uh, to, to keep me sharp. Um, and um, was just being present, you know, I preach that every day. Just try to be present um, as, as much as you can, and if, and if I do that, I make as many people happy as possible. Awesome, man. I appreciate you being on the show today, Josh, uh, and uh, people will go connect with you on LinkedIn, man. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media platforms, hashtag dialed in live. You can join the live stream of this show and be part of the show by calling in at any point in time. That's the best part of this. Uh, so hope to see you there. Again, hashtag dialed in live. Follow us on LinkedIn every Tuesday, Thursday, 3 p.m. Central Time. See you there.